0: Welcome back to What's Next? Living Longer, Better, Smarter. We have another great episode in store for you with what is becoming a pre-Thanksgiving tradition for us. This edition, taste, togetherness, and technology is made possible by Ageless Innovation, improving the quality of life for older adults, their families, and caregivers. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with Mary Furlong. Hi, Mary.
1: Hi, Fred. Um, Can you believe we're here in November and Thanksgiving is on the way? So we're continuing with this wonderful tradition and a lot of exciting news in this podcast.
0: We certainly are. And lots of great news. Uh, Joining us once again is Lydia Bastianich, author, entrepreneur, Emmy Award winning PBS cooking show personality, and just a lovely person. Hi, Lydia
2: hi hi everybody nice to be back
0: also once again along with Lydia Ted Fisher is here CEO of ageless Innovation maker of robotic companion pets and more hi Ted
3: hey Fred hi Mary and Lydia always such a pleasure to be here with you uh, I can't believe we're on year three I feel uh, I feel honored so thanks uh thanks for doing it again you know we're all friends now we're
2: sort of chair uh, a family moving on. Uh, uh, marriages, grandchildren, and whatever. So, I am delighted to be back and to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving and the, the, the holidays coming.
0: And we'll have another special guest joining us as well. So, stay tuned for that, something you won't want to miss.
2: So,
1: thank you all. We're very excited to have you with us. And, Lydia, we loved your latest book, A Pot, a Pan, and a Bowl. We've given it to a lot of our friends. Um, And with the holidays coming up, some great recipes in there. But before we get to that, I just wanted to chat with you a little bit about how you weave your grandchildren into your show, because families change through the holidays. And tell us how important your grandchildren are in carrying on your traditions.
2: Well, uh, you know, uh, for me, it's all about family, I guess, Uh, uh, not only an Italian tradition, but, you know, my mother lived with me, my daughter lived close by and uh, the children as they grew up, you know, my mother helped me with my children so I can go to work. So there was this, always this connection and I continued, of course, uh, love having them around. So when I taped the show, when I did uh, the holidays, they always were there to help me. And, uh, you know, still this day. There's a great connection. We travel together. I love to travel. They're big now. They're uh, in college and working and on the jobs. And uh, we keep in touch all the time. uh, When they want a new recipe, you know, for to cook in their dorm, something simple stuff, zoom in, grandma, can you give me that? How did you do that, grandma? Can you give me that recipe? And so on. And I just love it. I love seeing, them continue this tradition because you know how important it is uh first of all to have good food healthy food and to be all around the table together
1: so tell us about some of your healthy recipes uh you know a lot of people during the covid gain weight so now they're chipping that concrete off and what are some things that you recommend this holiday for us to try
2: well well, you know, uh, the Italian cuisine is, is, you know, it's the Mediterranean cuisine, uh, lauded for, for being a, a nutritional cuisine. So more or less in the lines, and what are those lines? You know, simple cooking, straightforward, fresh, local, seasonal, but a lot of uh, uh, vegetables. Uh, I love vegetables, vegetables, and pasta, vegetables, and rice, and of course, uh, maybe not so much the big meats. Uh, so lots of fruit, uh, eating, uh, uh, I can dive diversify, you know, we have uh, uh, the antipasto, the, the, the little pasta, not too much, just enough, and then the main course. So all of those elements, I think, uh, are what make a good table, a good nutritional cuisine, and uh, uh, sort of uh, an emotional kind of tie in uh, the family and, uh, and children. I remember
1: well, one of my last memories with my mother was taking her to cooking school and uh, we learned to cook Thanksgiving recipes, which are a little lighter. So that's that's fun, isn't it, Fred?
0: It sure is. Uh, we're gonna come back to Lydia for some of her favorite family recipes. And uh, Ted, I know you can't wait for that. Tell us Tell us what's new at Ageless Innovation.
3: Oh, I'm I'm actually only here to hear about Lydia's recipes, but, uh, since you asked, I'm happy (laughs) to share. Um, so, uh, we're really, we've had a really exciting year. Uh, 2022 has been, had its challenges, but also just, uh, Some some amazing uh, progression for the company. We launched a line of games uh, earlier this year based on reminiscence therapy that families can play and be together. And especially during the holidays, it's a wonderful time to uh, to think about, you know, what 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 can we do together and and through the generations. And so that's been amazing. Uh, But the the highlight of the year has been the launch of our newest product, uh, which is the Walker Squawker. Uh, and the best part of the Walker squawker is that it was invented by a 93 year old woman named Rita Malone, who, uh, for 90 years of her life, didn't need a Walker and, uh, always forgot it. And her family gets upset and people get upset that she forgets her Walker. And her mindset is, listen, I, I don't think, Hey, get up, grab your Walker and go, I get up and I go. Uh, and so she thought, wouldn't it be wonderful if I just had this, you know, little bird or something that sat on my Walker to make it more fun and engaging and remind me to use. And so, um, just so happens I have uh, the Walker squawkers here, but they come in two different varieties. We have the bluebird and the, and the cardinal and um, they, they're pretty exciting in, in, in that they're, each has the native sounds of the birds that they are. And so quick little turn on and responds as our other pets do to, to light and to sound and to, to voice. Uh, and then when it goes on the walker, which I have one here, but I'll just, uh, so the mount is here, but um, it goes into a different mode where, It'll start, as you move, it'll start to sing songs. And the more you move, the more songs it unlocks. Um, And I'll just put it down so it doesn't sense motion for a second. It'll stop singing. If it thinks that the walker has stopped and give you a little reminder, don't forget me, that's bird language, but don't forget me. Uh, And it'll keep giving you those reminders thinking maybe you've walked away from the walker. So uh, we couldn't be more excited uh, by this product and Rita's involvement. to really support a 93-year-old, now 95-year-old entrepreneur, and her innovation uh, has been the most exciting part of the story. And we're super excited about the impact that this product could have with older adults uh, that that need, or uh, you know, just to make it a more fun and engaging experience with the walker. I, I think until. Um, you know, Garrett came along and, and designed the zine. There really wasn't much fun in Walkers, but uh, I'm super excited to uh, to learn more. Oh, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but uh, I know we have a surprise <laughs> guest coming on, so I'll stop there.
0: Well, that's a perfect uh, segue, uh, Ted. With us for the first time, a member of the Inventors Hall of Fame, creator of the Steadicam. He won an Oscar for that and changed cinematography, and now he is the inventor of zine, the elevating walking chair Garrett Brown. Hi, Garrett.
4: Hi, Fred. How are you? And hi, Lydia. It's really a thrill to see you. And hi, Ted. I love that Walker score. (laughs) I'd like to see that on our product. That's a great idea. I love love it particularly that Rita is 95 and did this.
0: Well, Garrett, we need a description for our audience here and all of us what zine is all about. And you've got some big news to share about it, too. So tell us what Mm. zine is.
4: Well, Zine is. I, I was watching my my dad at 97 and his pals on walkers, and you know nothing against walkers. They're great, you know, good old devices. You know, but you're at a walker. You have something in front of you. Some people, you know, do fall from them, um, and sometimes they're a little hard on the shoulders. And wheelchairs are a one-way ticket to not walking. If you're honest. And in the habit of inventing, you look at you think of things that are missing and something that was missing to me is is a lifestyle device as well as a mobility device. So the the zine is the result. It's a comfy chair. It's hard to even picture this. It's a comfy chair that does the lifting and gets you up to what we call bar stool mode. So you're reclining on the zine at human height, unlike wheelchairs. And then in between, it's a great way to get around. You can coast. You have a little seat belt, and you're on a saddle, so you're safe from falls, essentially. Uh, and we're just have uh, just sold our hundredth zine, and the stories we're getting back are wonderful because people that have neither you know the ability to walk much or get to their feet, and who do not have a walker, squawker. Uh, are quite enjoying quite enjoying this thing, so it's been thrilling to me. The, the study cam is a is a great thing, but I think the zine is a, is more important for people that are disabled or are geriatric. You know.
0: Before we go further and you get into the news that you're going to share with us, let's give people a look at what the zine is and
4: what it can do. I was hanging out with my at 97 as he was gracefully declining and I was with him for weeks in hospitals and you know care places and I watched his pals have immense difficulty getting up from chairs. It was clear that something was missing. I looked at his cohort on walkers and wheelchairs and I did not admire either object. A walker is kind of of demeaning and a wheelchair is a one-way ticket to not walking. And there's a social aspect, too, when you're sitting down at this height and perpetually looking up to people. And we concluded that maybe something can be done about this. So we undertook, based on an inspiration from the Drayzine, Baron von Drayz invented in 1816, the first no-pedals bicycle. And the Drayzine allowed the young bucks to just scoot along like this. I struck the pedals off a bike, tried it out, it's great. But obviously, that's not a great mobility device for people. So I welded up a a, a drive walker. We were able to raise some money, which was really bracing and great for us. And that has allowed us to work our way through all these variations. Weighed 70 pounds, wouldn't fold. We had to just shut that down and start over again with a goal to make it light and foldable. It's a chair that gets up and goes, and it will keep you much safer. I'm really excited to see where this thing goes
0: a terrific a terrific video and an, an invention garrett so tell us about the news you've just returned from a little trip
4: yes we i've been i've been looking at pope francis who has had serious difficulty uh, getting to his feet he has a knee a tragic knee at it, and there're video of him in in wheelchairs and of being painfully hoisted up from chairs and with his resting his arms on black clad purple belted figures around him and you know i i thought this is a this is a man which he is "who, who possibly could use this device and i was schooled by some friends italian friends and people in the vatican how to address the pope and i wrote a letter not a bad letter and it evidently wound its way through the you know, legal department here and there in the Vatican. And we got a wonderful letter back accepting. And so Ellen and I flew to Rome and last Wednesday handed off a zine to the Pope's infirmary, his private medic, and to his head of security. And we met him in a private audience. And... Uh, I, I can't tell you, Fred, whether he's on it yet or will or not, you know, it's, you know, a private matter, but his people say he needs this and he will use it in his residence. And that would be very pleasing to us, you know, whether or not it ever becomes a public matter or maybe, you know, maybe he won't. It's it's impossible to say, but the first zine in Europe was just delivered to Pope Francis, you know, which we're, we're thrilled about. And he is one, I think, of. There have to be millions of people in the world that you know fall into the group that could make use of this and, in, and enjoy life better and get around better. And as one fellow said, just having my feet on the ground is so amazing. You know, so the study cam is a lovely thing, and is, but it's a bit fluffy <laughs> compared to something that is important for people. So yeah, you know, we'll see. As I said, I I am thrilled and and somewhat humbled just to think mm-hmm. what will happen you know
1: well this i think we should theme this an italian thanksgiving and and ted we're going to have to find out whether the pope wants a bluebird or a cardinal because, i think a cardinal oh, yes, is that, most appropriate.
4: To, <laughs> A cardinal that has to happen and the other thing is we did offer to make him a white one and yeah. you know if they take that up an all-white uh, zine would be really fun simple.
1: now to bring Lydia back, Lydia, you actually cooked for
2: the popes, right? Oh, I, I did. I did. I had this great honor when they came to visit the United States and they were in New York. I cooked for mm-hmm. Pope Benedict when he was here, and I cooked for Pope Francis when he was here, and uh, it was extraordinary. Uh, Garrett, that's a great invention. Uh, oh, Pope thank
4: you, Lydia. Francis. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll um, see. We'll see where it all goes. It, You know, it, it's an odd profession, inventing, <laughs> because the stuff doesn't exist. And then it does, you know, and then you see what happens. So.
2: Um, Lydia, when you cook for the Pope, what do you make? Well, you know, I, uh, because the Pope, Popes, when they travel, they don't go in hotels or they don't eat in restaurants. They stay in the nuncio's house. Uh, and uh, so, you move in almost with the the Pope because uh, the nuncio's house in New York is on 72nd Street right off uh, 5th Avenue. And uh, the Pope's room is up on the second floor. And then uh, the first floor, there's the dining room. And then there's the kitchen downstairs. So, you know, uh, we cooked in the kitchen, uh, served upstairs and he slept upstairs. Uh, And uh, breakfast, lunch and dinner. And, uh, uh, of course, Pope Pope, uh, Ratzinger, uh, you know, he is German and, you know, his mother is a chef, was a chef. And uh, and so I said, uh, so where I come from in Italy, in the northeast, um, that was right on the border, the austrian hungarian influence. And so. I said, well, I'm gonna cook some of his food, maybe some of the food that his mother would cook for him. And I did, I made sauerkraut, I made spetzels, uh, I made uh, palachinke and uh, and he really loved it and appreciated. It, and it was really wonderful. Uh, Pope Francis, well, I thought, you know, coming from Argentina, I'm gonna make a nice prime rib roast and so on. But uh, the Vatican next to me, he was uh, sort of watching his diet. And uh, the next step was, okay. his origins are in Piemonte, which is uh, a northeastern uh, region of northwestern region of, of Italy. And so I did a risotto, light, light things, risotto, some nice sweet scallopini. I did soup. I did soup for both because traveling and some grilled fish for uh, Pope Francis. Uh, and he did like his sweets though. So, so I made a nice peach tart. Uh, it was extraordinary. Uh, I mean, you know, it's sort of, it's, I still kind of picture myself. I said, was it real? Not one, but two.
1: We'll have to Dude. get that picture. I'd like that peach tart recipe. Uh, I, Joe, let's every time I'm on this, every
3: time I'm on this show with Lydia, I'm starving. My just, stomach's grumbling. I'm like, <laughs> uh, you're amazing. It's so good. All right,
2: all right. We have to get you in the kitchen.
3: Absolutely. I want to
0: get Ted's reaction to what the Garrett is doing here too. And Garrett, one thing we should point out is you're doing this the zine without electronics right there you don't have to charge this or or anything yeah
4: no it, my deal is you know is good i'm not a really sophisticated engineering type but i do understand you know newtonian physics this is this is um very cleverly used springs as the study cam was so there's no no batteries which people like
0: Ted, let's get your reaction to to this. I mean, uh, obviously, we want to get a, a Walker squawker on a Zine, but be, beyond that, I mean, you you've I mean, your company is called Ageless
4: Innovation.
3: Yeah, no, uh, it, it, I mean, we when when I first uh, heard about the Zine and we checked it out, and my my co founding partner. Uh, he's an engineer, and uh, we we watched that video that was was shown earlier, and he was like, I got to meet this guy. I mean, so, uh, you know, Gary, what you're doing, and, you know, there's so many things to it. It's not just about the mobility, and it's the dignity, it's the ability okay. to engage and socially interact. And really, our yeah. the premise of everything we do is our differentiated approach to the older adult space is fun, joy, and play. Um, and almost no one thinks about it uh, in terms of, you know, uh, everybody's focused on the downside and the negativity of aging. Um, oh, you know, and we've seen the impact, you know, repeatedly. You know, so uh, you you shared your your hundredth uh, zine uh, on Tuesday of of next week. Well, it'll come out actually after this, but before this podcast. But we're announcing our five hundred thousand pet adopted um, mm. from from Ageless Innovation. And so, you know, to think about that category creation, as you talked about when you're an inventor. There were there were no you know social robotic pets for older adults seven eight years ago before we did this and had the great you know fortune of being able to create it at Hasbro but when you think about you know creating these markets and these market opportunities and then being able to see the the joy and. The impact that it has brought to people, and I think the Zine is uh, is just a tremendous uh, innovation, and I think it is going to bring joy and happiness to so many people as, as well as the mobility piece. But uh, that's as exciting as any part of it for me. Oh,
4: thank you, you. Know,
2: Fred Garrett. You you such wonderful ideas for elderly, uh, but you know cooking is also uh, a little problematic for elderly people. So, uh, you know I. Not only do I cook on television and they watch, but I do have a sauce out there, different sauces that you know it's very easy that they can bring in their kitchen. And you've so you've got this, a whole new
0: line, isn't that right? The organic. Yeah, and yeah. The,
2: But w- what I'm saying, this, these, uh, this uh, equipment uh, can get these people also cooking. They can stand up and yeah. kind of put the pasta on and cook yeah. and uh, uh, use the sauce. Now they, they can make a sauce, but certainly the convenience. Of of having a, a, a sauce, and uh, yes, yes, we we we've been making uh, sauces under Lydia's uh, uh, name uh, for for almost fifteen years, but there's uh, there's always an improvement. Like you guys always move on towards new ideas. So this food, you know, it's always a consciousness to, to health, to nutrition. So, uh, you know, our, our sauces are ever more natural ingredients and uh, uh, no artificial flavors, no additives, no filters, no gluten, gluten-free and so on. So uh, I guess, you know, we are all conscious about society and how we go forward and what we can contribute in our own way.
0: Do you have and, any recipes uh, that you're able to, to that you want to share with the audience uh,
2: for us today, Lydia? Oh,
0: I gotta get
3: my notepad out, go ahead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, if let's say that uh, that uh, I'll, I'll use the sauces, which facilitate instead of giving you a whole new recipe. Uh, the sauces, yeah, they're great to make pasta, but not only pasta, you know, you could make, let's say that you wanna make some chicken, but chicken is very popular. Take chicken breast, season it, you saute it in the pan with a little bit of butter and oil, maybe a few garlic cloves, and you slice in some mushrooms or some peppers, and you make kind of a, a chicken breast cacciatore by adding uh, some of the sauce. Now you can add our tomato sauce, tomatoes basil sauce, the marinara sauce. We have even a caprichosa sauce, which is a little spicy. So you can add that to the protein Uh, Not in bigger, big amounts, but a cup or two, and it makes a whole uh, meat with with proteins. You can do it with sausages. You can do it with fish. You know, a fillet of flounder or fillet of of fish that you like, and uh, put in it some some peas, some string beans, and add a little bit of the sauce, and voila, you have yourself a nice moist piece of fish. And and so on down the line. So you know, uh, I get sort of innovating my own way, guys. You do you do your thing, I do my thing.
3: Yeah, you've, I, had, you've done okay, Lydia. I, I think you've <laughs> you you've innovated not just food concepts, a few other business concepts that are pretty impressive too. So uh. there's
1: been so much innovation today, Ted. I, I you know the the games I think would be really fun to have this Thanksgiving, um, Lydia I, as. Some of my friends are in their 70s now, and we're having Friendsgiving on a Tuesday, and, oh, nice. and we're going to be giving the former president of our college. She wanted the, uh, Ted, she wanted the red cardinal because she's still, in her 80s, she's still kind of wild and sassy. <laughs> and so she's very smart, but she she wants that red one. and. Um, and Garrett, you're innovating. Can I ask how young you are? I'm 74.
4: 80, just turned 80. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I mean, it's so oddly relative, isn't it? You know, I, and, and it comes and goes. I had my knees replaced. I felt 90 before, you know, now the knees are great. You know, what, a, what an age we live in. And uh, That all we can, you know, if we have the vi- the will, we can keep keep chugging. You know, I love that.
0: Well, let's talk about that for for one second, being 80 and you're still inventing something like the zine, obviously still active and still the mind is still churning. You're coming up with ideas all the time. What advice do you have for, I guess, the rest of us to to keep that kind of mindset? And I know, Lydia, your 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 mom had been on us the, the first podcast we did, and she was sharp right up until so tell us what your thoughts are Garrett
4: well I, I think a lot of it has to do with something not unlike inventing which is making a list of what you want and that doesn't have to be a machine or a thing or Lydia a recipe or anything else what do you want in life you know address it straight ahead and then start finding you know backing up from what you want to where you are now and thinking what do I have to do serially sequentially simultaneously, to edge toward that you know i have a a long list of stuff i want to do and i think that that really helps and i feel unhappy for friends of mine that have sort of settled back on the couch and not allowed themselves to to chase stuff you know that have more or less thrown in the towel and you know i can tell you i haven't i haven't given up yet there's a lot to do I Just want more time, I want more time. And you know, if you're at it and you and you stay with it, uh, you, you have a shot, I think. you know because today's medicine and today's science is actually your best your best gift for carrying on. In the old days, people with my old knees would be on a bench beside the fire. You know? my,
3: my father-in-law, who uh, was 82 at the time, Played with me in my member guest tennis tournament at the club, and our combined age uh, was four times any other team in the field. So, uh, and we did pretty well. He's pretty, you know, he he's a pretty good tennis player at eighty plus years old. I can tell you. So, no, no slowing down. Keep moving forward.
0: That's yeah. terrific. And and Lydia's new foods can can keep you healthy now too, right? And you 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 focused on some healthy recipes of late too, with beans, legumes, different kinds of pastas.
2: Absolutely, you know. I think what Garrett and Fred have said, I feel the same way. And I'm in between. I'm 76, and so no spring, spring chicken. But it's all about keeping your 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 mind busy, thinking of new things. Because you know, as 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 we age, we have accumulated a lot of knowledge, a lot of understanding, a lot of experiences uh, with other human beings and uh, you know if you're stimulated and uh, uh, you can you know you can bring that out and develop things uh, and sort of use that knowledge uh, to make things happen ever more even more uh, than you did maybe when you were when I was very young and cooking behind the rangers. you know and and for me that that involves yes, making new sauces facilitate, facilitate the cooking for the people at home, cookbooks uh, that you know, again, uh, very conscious about the cookbooks. The latest one that you mentioned, uh, you know, it's all about cooking in one pan. You know, uh, I remember my grandmother did that. And then we got fancy and we need 10 pans on the on the stove to make a meal. Well, you know, let's go a little bit retro and let's maximize that retro. What worked then and how can we put it in today's uh, lifestyle? And people really appreciate that. Appreciate uh, the the sort of the facilitating for them to cook to clean, uh, to be nutritionally effective, keep all the, you know, what's, you know, I mean, it's nutrition is certainly on on the top list of everybody's thinking, but it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to, uh, it could be simple as soaking beans overnight and then cooking them the next day and enjoying them.
4: Are you going to have a recipe called spring chicken? Is that my? <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I do. I have many recipes, Garrett, for for spring chicken. Uh, absolutely, but spring chicken can be could mean different things. You know, it could be chicken cooked in with the spring vegetables thing, but also yeah. a young chicken, a poulet, yeah, is, is considered a spring chicken. And uh, you know, in Italian, we call it galetto. And I remember for my grandmother, you know, it was it was almost a sacrifice to 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 slaughter a young chicken, which is a spring chicken, because you wanted to grow and to give you eggs and whatever. But it was a special treat, uh, you know, for a special Sunday or a special event.
1: Well, this is quite a group. I'll tell you what they could invent together and. I see a dinner in our future. I see a toy that's a Uh, a robot that's a spring chicken. And I see changing people's lives. You know, a lot of people think of Thanksgiving as a time to say, is is mom okay? You know, do they look a little different? I love the innovation, the creativity and the engagement. And when I see my young granddaughter, who's going to be two, she likes to help in the kitchen, you know, and it just brings everyone together. So, Fred, great conversation.
0: Absolutely. And Garrett, one thing, you know, we were talking about togetherness and you talk and and Lydia brought up the idea of people maybe using a zine, being able to cook. They maybe couldn't do that before being able to get up and be at the at the stove. But the idea of a family gathering and the change that it brings about the mindset, if the person can rise up and be on the same level eye to eye with everyone else in the room and still Weirdly, be comfortable.
4: that yeah strangely that's something that people really cherish about this we call it bar stool mode when you're perched up on it because you're at a sociable altitude you know and that's that's good
0: just a, a beautiful thing where can people go for more information garrett
4: well it's uh there's an easy website and that's probably a great place to start it's called G-O-G-O-Z-E-E-N, so it's dot com, and all will be revealed on that website.
0: And Lydia, you have, a, you have a group of websites too, and so many places to go because you're involved with so many things, but where is the best place for people to go to learn about all that you're doing and, and some of your new products?
2: Well, Lydia'sItaly.com is the, the center uh, 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 of all of the happenings, uh, but then I am on YouTube.
4: Good for you. That's so great. And I Ted,
2: of course, uh, where, where, where
0: where should we steer people? You have a couple of web, websites. Was, uh,
3: so that before I do the website, so Thursday of, of this coming week, I'm going to travel into New York City. Uh, I'm uh, honored to be running the New York Marathon with my youngest daughter uh, on a week from Sunday. And Lydia, we're having dinner at our family's restaurant in the city, Masseria Divini. Uh, small family gathering. You're more than welcome to join a little Southern Italian cuisine at, uh, at Masseria Divini, uh, ninth between 57th and 58th. So if you're available, you're invited to family dinner on oh, Thursday. On oh
2: 9th, 9th between 57th and 58th.
3: 58th, yeah Di davidini oh. yeah it's a, it's a great restaurant actually um we have a couple in, in the city but um the uh the best uh way to find out about joy for all is at joyforall.com j o y f o r a l l.com and uh it, it is the same for Garrett. everything you wanted to know you can find out there you know
2: that's great i just just might if, if i don't make it that day i'll go another day you know we have a restaurant not too far from there which is Becca on 46 right. between eighth and 9th. So, so I've,
1: been
3: I've been there. It's fantastic.
1: Okay, next November we're all going to be together. We can even invite the Pope if we want. So Fred, get <laughs> on the train and come to that too. Uh, this has been a wonderful, wonderful uh, show, and amazing the innovation and the care and the joy. And we what, wish weaves you all it, what weaves what weaves
0: all of these people together, Mary, is that they are all improving lives in in That's true. quite a few ways so it's just a, a wonderful thing we and thank all, we thank all of you for joining us and we want to thank our sponsor for this edition ageless innovation improving the quality of life for older adults their families and caregivers you can always find us at mary podcasts slash and we're also now being carried by spyro 100 Reaching hundreds of senior living communities and thousands of individual subscribers as well. Find more at home.spiro100.com. Thank you for spending time with us. And Wonderful to meet you all. To try Thank you.
1: Lydia's recipes and wish you all togetherness, happiness, joy, and a great Thanksgiving and holiday season.